0: When we come to intimacy of Shravana nakshatra, man or a woman with moon in Shravana nakshatra, understand that the maximum problem you might have with them is listening to good advice. They are stubborn as ass. They don't listen to good advice. That's the main life theme of Shravana nakshatra. Listen to good counsel. I mean, just not ears. Okay, listen as in do something about it. Shravana nakshatra is as stubborn as Saturnian gets. Saturn is very stubborn. It gets as stubborn as Saturn, it has the wisdom, it is a Devgana, but this is their challenge in partnerships, they won't listen to your advice. I know more than you is their thing. So let's find out now, first the moon sign, what the thing, moon placement of Shana Nakshatra is compatible with. Then let's get into the intimacy aspects. Meanwhile, let's roll the intro. So there you have it, the Capricorn moon, Shravana nakshatra sign compatibility. So the first level of compatibility right there is the third sign from Capricorn. Now we're in the heart of Capricorn, Shravana nakshatra is a Devgana. So the third sign from Capricorn becomes Pisces and in that it should be Revati nakshatra. This is a good compatibility by the way. The Shravana nakshatra with Revati. The second compatibility will be with the fourth sign from Capricorn which now happens to be Aries and within Aries, the moon should be in Ashwini Nakshatra. The third level of compatibility for Capricorn moon in Shravana Nakshatra would be the seventh sign of Cancer which is opposite to Capricorn. And it should be in Pushya or Punarvasu Punarvashu as shown there. The fourth level of compatibility would be with Libra, which happens to be the 10th sign from Capricorn, and within that, the moon should be in Swati. So, Shravana Nakshatra moon and Swati Nakshatra moon kind of will be a big tussle there Shana with Swati in this context because both are very individualistic Sharana has a tough time listening to good advice and Swati doesn't give a shit about your thinking Swati is very individualistic in nature so although you might think there are Devgadas there is an issue there same with Manusha Gana same with Rakshatrana there is always something to look at this is why it's important to understand that not only the nakshatras But what the life lesson is, that's why I'm covering that in the heart of Nakshatra. Okay, the last level of compatibility for Shravana Nakshatra moon is in the 11th sign from Capricorn, which now happens to be Scorpio in the moon sign Nakshatra of Anuradha. So Shravana Nakshatra, Anuradha, more compatibility, I would think because Anuradha Nakshatra loves to be devoted devotion at all costs, whether the husband or wife is a maniac, they will still be devoted to them, because devotion is even the Achilles heel of Anuradha Nakshatra, never mind that, but Shana Nakshatra loves to be on top of things, so that's also a good kind of chemistry, if you might want to call it that, I don't know, let us see now, the characteristics of intimacy of Shravana nakshatra itself. Because unless we understand the characteristics of how Shravana feels, how they feel the emotion, how they connect, how they emotionally bond with somebody else, unless this is there, people are not going anywhere, right? Let's see that next. So there you have our beautiful lovers in the bubble, right? And now we are talking about Capricorn Moon in Shrana Nakshatra. What are the characteristics that define how these people perceive intimacy? Intimacy is a perception. This is where I come from. And this is what I have seen and experienced. Intimacy is a perception. More like how much you can feel, sense and connect emotionally with the other person. This is where nakshatras become very dominant in the drive. Because what you say, I feel like this or I feel like that strongly, like you feel from within you, it's like subconscious thing, is driven by nakshatras. This is where you should pay attention. Characteristics of intimacy for the Shana nakshatra follows. Wise and knowledgeable. They have a thirst for learning and may possess a wealth of information which they bring to the relationships. They are very wise. They think about a lot of things. They read about a lot of stuff. So they are wise. Responsible and reliable. Saturnian. They take their commitment seriously and are dedicated to supporting and nurturing their loved ones. Very responsible, dutiful, you know. Cowork work donkey if you want to call it that. They treat their partners with kindness, courtesy, and consideration. Considering the consideration. Deeply devoted, they believe in the power of long lasting relationships and are willing to put in the effort to create a strong bond. Like, and Nakshatra is one nakshatra which you can count it out, counted on to be doubling down. Like, whatever crap you have got going on, your partner needs to put up with it quietly. That could be Ashwana Nakshatra. They are attuned to the emotional needs of their partners and can provide comfort and support during challenging times. Again, the perseverance aspect of Saturn plays here because it is in the heart of Capricorn ruled by Saturn. They are good listeners. As if they listen, they don't obey much in terms of good counsel they value effective communication and actively listen to their partner's needs concerns aspirations fostering a supportive understanding environment they understand that lasting relationships require and are willing to work require effort and are willing to work through the challenges it's again the saturn aspect you know gruellingly mowing through the relationships one day to another, taking care of their partner's rubbish. Traditional values. They may seek partners who can share their respect for tradition and family values. And once again Saturnian they may actively work towards creating a harmonious, loving family environment. So you can see both in Shada and in Sravana, these characteristics of Saturn coming out. Very disciplined, very grounded, very family oriented. There's no individualistic aspect. This is why I was pointing out the compatibility problem with Swati. Swati is very individualistic. It doesn't give a shit about family or family relationships. It, those are all roles for it. It wants to go the individual direction. Like I'm going where nobody has gone before, even in terms of intimacy. This is where Swati comes from. So although it is in 10th place from Sharana, technically it is compatible. You got to see these aspects of nakshatras as well. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go and look up the nakshatra playlist, the heart of the nakshatras. I'm making so many videos on nakshatras. Just to give you this perspective of how deep this is psychologically, emotionally, the psychic makeup, the subconscious mind, because nakshatras are basically a subconscious mind. Okay, so the next one after Shona, yes, of course, Dhanishta nakshatra. So, next we shall take care of Dhanishta nakshatra split personality so to speak, just kidding, because it falls half in Capricorn, half in Aquarius. So Dharishta once again has two parts, two levels of compatibility, the first two padas, next two padas, we shall see all the yada yada, meanwhile take care, be safe and try to understand the nakshatra better if you have a